BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. From the newsroom to the nursery. We're juggling a demanding career on live television with the demands of motherhood. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And I'm Ingrid. They are anchor moms. Hey friends, uh, welcome to a very special edition of Anchor Moms. Um, It is Sunday morning. We're actually doing this on a weekend, first time. Um, And we are doing this over Skype. So hi, fellow Anchor Moms. Hello. Hi. It feels like you're famous. Since I've seen you. I know. I mean, it's been a while. Well, I know. Talk about like what you've been doing. Can you talk about a little bit about what, um, what's been happening over there? Uh, for me, yeah. yeah. So I, um, <clears throat> so I actually. So we've been dropping like flies, basically. Yes, yes. yes. I was the fir- I was the first to go. Um, first to go, Karen. And actually had like a potential exposure, um, because a person at the work conference had coronavirus. So um, I actually have been out of. Well, I've been working from home, staying at home for almost two weeks now, um, which was crazy. Um, the first couple days I did not have the kids, which was amazing. Um, and you get a lot of work done and it's very nice. Like like a dream come true. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, but then the, since the schools have closed, um, and you know, we, um, anyway, that, then we started keeping the kids at home. Um, and so this week was insane. Um, because I had all three kids and I was working from home. Uh, so it was nuts. Um, and I wanted to say real quick too, before we kind of get into this episode, um, I my kind of um, gut reaction to something like this is to try and find ways to find humor and to laugh about it and to just kind of get through all of this. But um, I did want to say real quick, obviously this is a very serious thing. Um, so just for everyone listening, know that we understand the seriousness of this, but we are just trying to find anyway to get through these dark dark days so um we're just gonna talk very honestly and openly about how we're coping right guys yeah yeah Yeah, we're trying to cope um okay so we we were still at the station katie um right last week uh more or less um and since then what has happened in your life so Ingrid, you're right. I worked Monday and Tuesday, and then I got a call Tuesday afternoon from our boss. Um, and he was like, so listen, like, don't take this the wrong way. Um, but I kind of feel like you're non-essential. Um, I do traffic. I'm a traffic anchor. School has not been in session here in North Carolina um, since last Monday at this point. And of course, the majority of folks, if they're able to work from home, are working from home. So um, there's no traffic. Uh, when I did traffic on Monday and Tuesday, I kept saying over and over again, I mean, this is like the lightest we've seen, tra- you know, this is like the lightest we've seen traffic at this time of the morning, like maybe ever on like a work and school day, a, a weekday. Um, so that being said, I'm like, basically I'm doing the podcast. Um, and that's really about it at this point. Um, and when I got off the phone with Brian, our boss, he was like, I mean, you're like basically 
like, I'll call you, keep in touch, but you're basically off work indefinitely. Um, which, you know, I said this to you guys, like, I'm, I'm not, I, this is the truth. I'd rather be at home than continuing to expose myself. Um, yeah. You know, and the, the folks at work. So it's kind of like a mixed bag. Like I'm getting paid a little bit, but of course for my, um, for the hours here for the podcast. But other than that, like, I'm not, I'm not getting paid, which, you know, yeah. is, is okay. I totally get it. I totally understand, but it's definitely just been an adjustment. I think the first, I, I'll be honest with you, like the first day was a relief, but now it's Sunday and I'm thinking to myself, oh my gosh, like every day is basically the same day. Like Friday is the same right. as Saturday and Sunday and Monday. And it's really nice to, I'll be honest, it's really nice to stay at home with River. Um, Brian is still working. He was as of Friday. So um, that's a concern because he's actually, you know, he's in healthcare and he's going into hospitals and out of hospitals. And I worry about him bringing it home. Um, but that's sort of like where we stand right now. I've been trying to like keep to a routine and kind of do some of the same things every day. But, you know, I think like what I say today, let's check in next Sunday. And it might be like a totally different story, like my mental health status at this point. <laughs> you know well yeah I think like talking with friends and listening to podcasts and all of that yeah. kind of breaks up the monotony a little bit yeah. and also that fear factor right because we're all just really anxious right now about yeah. what could happen um and I think just chatting with your friends like this is probably really good for all of our mental health yeah um for me I, I am still going into the station um and you know, that's a little worrisome because, um, obviously all of the risks associated with all of the other people who are in the station, although we are practicing, um, that kind of six foot rule where, um, you know, the anchors are, are only doing a half hour show solo. And then I'm over in the weather center, um, by myself. And so there's a big distance between us. Um, but you know, there's still people operating I mean, we're still using the same bathroom because we're still walking beside each other, using makeup rooms. I mean, you know, and we're working as, as hard as we can, keeping everything clean. We had a, um, like a company come in and do like a deep clean in the station, um, like a hospital grade deep clean, uh, everywhere. Um, you know, which is great too, but then it's like, okay, but then another day comes and a new group of people come in. Um, cause obviously there's a lot of shift workers with people who are production and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, the, the exposure is still possible. Um, although, uh, you know, at this point we've seen very low numbers in where we live, which is Western North Carolina. Um, so, you know, again, this is Sunday morning and I'm going to work tomorrow morning. Um, but, Tuesday morning, that could be different. I mean, per, yeah. we've, we're in talks about potentially doing some home setups um, and meteorologists around the country, local level and national level, have setups at home. And I'm in a lot of like Facebook groups and um, a lot of girls are talking about how, and guys about how, how they're doing it, the technology needed. Um, I mean, it gets very complicated um, when you have weather graphics in a separate building at our news station. And then I'm trying to connect with those at my house. Um, you know, is there a green screen involved? Is there light, are there lights involved? I mean, there's so many moving parts to this that it gets very complicated and it's all very new. Like no one, you can't just call the guy that knows how to put together a home office for a meteorologist. Like that doesn't exist. So these engineers, um, and our production staff, are working overtime, our managers trying to figure all of this out. How can I work from home? And again, you know, when this podcast airs, maybe I will be working from home. I don't know. 
Um, so at this point, there is very limited staff at our station. And I think this is kind of the rule across the country. Um, you know, a couple anchors, a couple camera people, a couple editors, but sales people out of the building. Um, Karen's our investigative reporter, obviously out of the building. She's still working from home. So, you know, we're making it work just like the rest of the world. Um, but I think it's, it's very odd to be in a, um, in the media right now because of just the nature of having to report on something that's also impacting you. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And, you know, all of us, you know, Ingrid, of course, kind of has a, the worst, I guess you would say, because you would have to essentially do a whole set at home to do your job. I can do a lot of my job from home. Um, Katie, you're in the same boat as Ingrid. You kind of have to be there in studio to do it. Um, but I mean, even things like, you know, I'm tracking in my closet with a microphone that um, our suit photographer, Matthew, had to keep, you know, he's like dropping off equipment picking it back up, leaving it on my porch so it doesn't come in my house because I was actually like quarantined um, because of that potential exposure. So it's been crazy. I'm like tracking the other day. I had to track a, a piece and my daughter woke up early from nap. So I'm like, have her in the closet with me. Uh -oh. Like, don't make a peep. Um, oh. Track like, you know, she's like asking questions about what I'm doing. I'm like, hopefully she doesn't understand the stuff that I'm talking about and this uh. And tracking is when you voice a story. So that's like the the voice of the reporter that you hear in stories. So it's important, obviously, to have uh, yeah. like a quiet back. Normally you do it in like a tiny little like edit bay. Audio Edit bay. <laughs> right, an audio booth. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm like using this microphone plugged into my phone, like trying to go quickly. Right. My daughter's in there listening. I'm like, be very quiet, quiet as a mouse the whole time. I've got like the door shut. I'm like praying that the baby doesn't wake up and start screaming. It's, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. And trying to work from home with kids is just, I don't even know how to describe it's it. It's very, very, yeah. very difficult. Um, and I'm, I'm great. I am grateful because as Katie mentioned, like I'm still getting paid. I'm still able to work from home, which is really great. And I think our company is trying to do everything they can to support us while we are trying not to go in the building. But it's just, I mean, it's what every parent in America is dealing with right now. I mean, how do you make this work? And a lot of parents don't, you know, they're not getting paid or they're having to take time off without pay or they work in a restaurant that's closed. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. I was on a run this morning in our neighborhood running by restaurants that are literally boarded up as if it's a hurricane coming or something. And there's like spray paint on it. Like, well, we love you. Well, we hope to be back open soon. I mean, there's no one out. It's just great. It's just creepy. It's crazy. It's just, it's yeah. scary. It's everything. It's, it's unbelievable. I don't, I don't know a single person that isn't impacted by this pandemic. Like I like in terms of like from like either a financial situation, a daycare situation. Um, you know, everybody has a story of a way that this angered for you, it's, you know, um, having to go to work. You know what I mean? For healthcare workers, it's, you know, their own health and then the health of their families. Um, if you're, like Karen said, if you're a restaurant worker, it's like, will I, will I, you know, how will I, how will I make ends meet? And I think if you own those restaurants, you're like hoping that this doesn't ultimately crush your business. Like, are you going to be able to reopen? Um, so I feel like it's really, really sad. It's so sad to live in. So we live in Asheville and it's a tourist destination. Yeah. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's how people make their money. Yeah. There is zero tourism right now. I mean, 
they mandated that you can't have more than 10 people together right. in one place. Schools are closed probably around the country, but here, I mean, after a person on Facebook say how their livelihood is potentially over. I mean, what are these people going to do? I mean, we're actually really lucky to be working in a field that we can still work, like you just mentioned, Karen. But I mean, it's like, you know, these, this is our community and it's just like falling to pieces right now. Yeah. So what about the people in your lives who are most at risk here? Like your parents, um, what, yeah. how, how are they handling this? How are you handling it? What's, what's happening there? Um, I've really been struggling with this on a couple of fronts. You, you guys know, you know, none of our kids are in school yet. They're all in daycares. Um, and they've been told at the state level to stay open. Um, so that people can work. Um, but I have really uh, honestly been struggling with this because I feel like um, if, if I can keep them home, that's the right thing to do, right? Everyone's saying stay at home as much as you can, keep your kids home as much as you can. Now my parents have said, well, we're healthy, we're, we're good, we're six hours away, but we could come watch them for you and help out. But I no. just feel that's not the right decision because those are the people who are most at risk. And so I, Gregory and I both have really been struggling with this. Like how, you know, where is the line? If our parents lived here, you know, Ingrid's parents live here and you know, I, you can speak to this next Ingrid, but like, you know, would, would we let them come see the kids if they lived in town? Should we let them come in and help us for a couple of weeks if this goes on for a while? Um, but at the same time, I don't want to expose them, even though they're healthy, because those are the people that age group are the people most at risk. So it's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. And so my, my mother and my mother-in-law are, are babysitters, um, daily and they have still been coming, um, up until, you know, like, so this podcast is Sunday. So is that going to change this week? Maybe, um, you know, the problem is again, like we're all healthy right now, but that could always change. I mean, we still have to go to the grocery store. We, I still have to go to work. So like, is our exposure changing? Um, should our grandparents still come into our house? I, I don't know. I mean, we're going to have some conversations um, this afternoon with them and see yeah. how they feel, but you know, they have some underlying health conditions and you know, what's, I just, you know, what if, you know, and it, I, I kind of want them to just be on lockdown in their homes. Yeah. But it also, it's like, I still have to do my job. Like, who's going to watch mm -hmm. my kids? Um, same thing. So I, yeah, I think it's something that everyone is struggling with. And uh, again, daily, this is changing. And also, on another note, it was my, it was supposed to be my son's fourth birthday party yesterday. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we had to cancel. Um, and his actual birthday is coming up in a few days. And like, what are we supposed to do? Like the grandparents want to come over and have cupcakes and open presents and have balloons and at least have some sort of celebration because he can't see his friends. So should we not do that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what the answer is. And it yeah. makes me so sad. You know, my son was even last night was like, we never handed out those invitations to my friends. You know, we, we, wrote everyone's name, put him in his backpack and, and they're just sitting in this backpack. I mean, it's really, really a sad thing. I have his little box of, of plates and dinosaur, um, decorations and balloons and like what, I don't know. Should I just say those? Like, should we have a, have a little party at our house? Um, you know, he's four, so he's old enough to 
realize that this is my birthday. You know, we have like a countdown on the mm-hmm. fridge till his birthday due when we get to that day. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, and obviously like weddings are funerals are impacted. I mean, everything is impacted and this is just a four year old's birthday party, but you know, it's just, it's my story. So I'm trying to, you know, deal with that. But, um, yeah. I would so, party. And I, I feel like he needs to, I don't know. I, I mean, I, if I were you, I would just play it up really big in your house with your little family. Right. Yeah. yeah I think that's my only option. Yeah. You can FaceTime Katie and I, if you want our kids to sing him happy birthday. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Well, I actually, I saw somebody did like a virtual birthday party. So I'm thinking maybe like all of our um, friends who have kids like you guys, could we could all like join a, yeah. a group chat mm-hmm. thing and maybe do like a birthday party on the internet or something? Mm-hmm. Uh, so listen, last night, my sister who's in California, who I'm genuinely worried about because it sounds like she works for the state and it sounds like that they're going to pull her from her normal job to start doing like COVID-19 testing. And Are some, like, you serious? Whoa. I mean, she's, you know, she's classic, like, healthcare worker, like, thankful to have some, like, to, to have something to do and help in some way. Um, but it's really scary for me. And just California's, I mean, California and New York, which I have family members in both, I mean, are scary. I don't want to say scary places to be, but certainly the risk is much higher at this point. Um, but so, yeah, you know, so California is obviously three hours bef- behind us here in North Carolina. And she texted me yesterday. We were like talking about movies, like she and her husband are watching these movies and we're watching these movies. And she was like, let's have, um, let's like have, do a Facebook happy hour. Um, so we did a Facebook, we or not a Facebook, a FaceTime happy hour. So we FaceTimed um, <laughs> an hour last night, like. They were showing, they just got like some new furniture a couple of weeks. They were showing us that. We like talked about about movies. We like talked about what we were doing. Like um, we like had a couple of beers. And honestly, if you would have told me this like a week or two ago, I would have rolled my eyes. But it was really, it was like so nice to sit on the couch and not just sit around and like watch Netflix, but to actually be communicating with people. And it was funny. They were like, so we have to like stay on this conversation, even when there's nothing else to say, because we need to treat this like, what would you do if like people were like sitting at your house and like the conversation kind of ran dry? Like you would like think of something else to say. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was good. I mean, I am. Yeah, like I and then so we decided I on um, Amazon this week, I ordered um, Trivial Pursuit because I was like, I cannot sit around and like watch Netflix anymore. So we decided we were going to do like a Thursday night, like trivia night, um, you know, via FaceTime. So, I mean, I don't have any like suggestions, but I will say like doing some of these like virtual things. I don't know. I thought it was fun and it yeah. was helpful. I mean, even seeing you guys, like your faces makes me feel better, you know? So, and yeah. also I did put my like diamond I'll, stuff I'll in. Make sure to send you selfies. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> because I was like, I, I haven't like put makeup on since I was at work on Tuesday and I'm not sad about it because I, you know, it's something that's uh, yes, can be annoying anyway, but it was like nice to like, okay, like wash my hair blow dry my hair, put a little like makeup on and be like a human, you know? So. Right. Well, I, so we've been doing the FaceTime thing too. My sister the other night, um, did story time with the kids. Yeah. That's a good idea. And read them some stories and they loved that. And then this morning, since it's Sunday, we did, we tried to do a little like prayer session. Yeah. My mom called FaceTimed and read them like the Bible, a kid's version of the Bible, the gospel, uh, story for today. 
And it's crazy because even, um, even just, I feel like 15 minutes or however long these FaceTimes are 20 minutes. Um, my kids attention is, is taken and is solely on that. The big kids that is, um, and uh, like the other day I was like, oh my gosh, I, I could run upstairs and put real clothes on. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, sort of break any sort of, second. you know, communication with other people outside your own house, because that's all who the only people we're dealing with and seeing with seeing on a regular basis. Um, yeah, it's nice. So I think any way that you can kind of break up the monotony and bring outside people in, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, how are you talking to your kids about the coronavirus? Last night or yesterday afternoon, my son turns to me and he goes, Mama, am I sick? Oh, like, oh honey, you're not sick, but other people might be sick. So that's why we can't go to school and that's why we can't have friends over. And he's like, oh, okay. But it's so hard for a four-year-old to comprehend this. I mean, what do you, Karen, like, what are you saying to the kids? Yeah. Well, don't do what I do because it kind of backfired. But um, <laughs> I, um, so we told the big kids, you know, we tried to explain to them there's sickness spreading and it's this virus and, you know, it spreads through germs. So we just have to stay home and, you know, kind of tried to explain it to them the best that they could. Like, we just, we don't want to spread any germs and there's a sickness going around. Um, so then <laughs> the next day I was on a run with the two big kids in the stroller. And this was a, a week or two ago when restaurants were still open. There were still people out and about. So we're going, we're running by this restaurant and there's a ton of people around and Henry goes, oh, I really want to eat there. Can we eat there sometime? And Ellery goes, no, remember Henry, we have the virus. <laughs> we, we can't go out to eat. We have the virus. And I'm like, oh gosh. And like everyone turns to look at us and they're like, trying to get out off the sidewalk six feet away. I'm like, have your kid like proclaim on a sidewalk. I have the virus. It was so funny. So then I had to like sit them down later and be like, no, we don't have the virus. We, we just want to make sure we don't spread the virus, you know, like try, but it's tough. I mean, they don't, they don't really know. And they don't, you know, they don't get that this is a different yeah. sickness than, you know, when they have a tummy ache or whatever. Right. Um, I don't know. It's right. I think we have to describe it in, in general terms. And I mean, they're toddlers. They're not really going to understand it. Um, but one of the things um, that I was thinking about too, and, and one of the articles that I read, um, and by the way, I don't, th I don't know that we're going to get to articles today. Right. We're just we chatting. We have articles uh, laid out, but I'm not sure. It's, yeah, we're going to. Yeah, happen. but we'll post these in the show notes because they are helpful, um, and just talk about some different things about parenting during coronavirus days. But one of them did mention um, about how kids can sense your anxiety, and I was yeah. like, "Ooh, that's yeah. true." I, I've been, I mean, we all are stressed, we're worried, I'm probably snapping at Gregory more than I should be, you know, it's just a very tense time, and um, we've been trying to be uh -oh. about not doing that in front of the kids, you know, but it's hard. But yeah, I'm honestly, th like, River thinks this is, like, the greatest thing ever, because, like, mom and dad are all around a lot more, she has no concept of what's going on, and honestly, I'm thankful of it, we, we like, talk about how we'll tell her like yeah when you were almost two there was this thing called the coronavirus like it's going to be something like she doesn't remember but was like very formative when she was you know when she was young when she was a toddler so I was gonna say and I don't know do we want to do we want to talk about any of these articles guys or what are you thinking did you find them helpful at all like anything that you're probably gonna like take away and um 
Um, yeah, the, yeah, I mean, I think there's just some good points to kind of help ground us all. Um, and just kind of some, some ways of how other people are doing things and maybe we, some tips, you know, just how like everybody's sharing, like, here's some activities to do at home with your toddlers when you can't think of anything else to do, like those types of things. Um, the one thing I was going to talk about the third article, um, and again, I'll post these in our show notes, but is on being positive during, during this time. And so you guys, I made a list of the five things that I'm, I, that are wins out of, out of, if you can call it that out of coronavirus. Um, so the first one is that we're saving a lot of water cause I don't shower anymore. <laughs> and I'm okay. all, I shower okay. four days. Um, and I'm also not doing as much laundry cause I just wear, you know, soft clothes, sweatpants. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, saving money because we're not going out to eat and drink. So that's okay. possible, right? Um, it forced us to get Disney Plus. Mm, I bet your kids are especially <laughs> thankful for that one. Which we probably would not have done because, I don't know, we're cheap. But I was like, we've, we've got to do it. And it's actually been the most amazing thing in the world. Who knew Frozen was actually like a good movie? It's a... Wait, have you not watched Frozen? I've never watched Frozen. Yeah, I didn't think it was. I don't think it was that great. I mean. I like Frozen. I but you know what I really like is Frozen 2. Okay, we're only halfway through Frozen oh. 2. I don't ruin I'm it. Kind of a, Frozen 2 is a little bit darker, so be prepared for that. Um, mm. But yeah, I, you know what I like about Frozen, and this is totally off subject, I like the fact that it's like this, like the sisters and there's no men that have to save them, you know? Yeah. I it's hope just... I'm not giving away like the ending for folks who haven't seen Frozen, <laughs> but yeah, it's not the men. I think you're Katie. okay, Katie. It's just like a different <laughs> shtick to me than like Disney movies. I don't know. Um, okay, so two more. It, Playing outside with the kids has been really fun. Um, swinging and going on hikes and all that. Um, and the last thing that I was really excited about, um, so, you know, our two older toddlers go to a different preschool than Bennett, the baby. And so for the last week, they've all been home together. And I realized they, ne- they, they never play that much, all three of them together. And it's been really sweet to watch them kind of integrate Bennett into their like big kid time, you know, and like, oh yeah, we'll let Bennett come play with us for this. And like just watching them interact has been really, really fun. Um, I don't know, Ingrid, do you feel like that? Have Hartman and Liesl been playing well together? Oh my, my gosh, it's weird. Yes, they're like best friends. Like they're like, she's holding her hand everywhere they go. They're just like walking around together. Like she thinks he's hilarious. Like he's being so sweet to her. I'm like, what is happening? Like. <laughs> No. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's really cute. Yeah. It's um, been, it's one thing, like, though, I have to say, right. I, I don't know if maybe I'm going a little crazy, oh. but I sent my husband to the grocery store yesterday, and then I had him come home and leave all of the groceries in the back of the vehicle, and then I put on my plastic gloves, went outside with Clorox wipes, and wiped down absolutely everything that was in the vehicle that had come from the store and then put them back into the bags before they were allowed to enter my house. What about the bags? Um, well, those were not allowed to go on the counter. They just okay. went onto the floor and then okay. I threw them away. Okay. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm uh-huh. going, I may be going absolutely crazy. No, I think that's like pretty standard and depending on what you read and you know, it's, it's hard to know what, 
I don't know what could I get, you know, what could, what, what could infect you and what couldn't I like, you know, my mantra through all of this has been better, better be safe than sorry. You know, I know going to playgrounds. No, we're not going to playgrounds. I don't know. We haven't gone to the playground. Neither. Are you? Really? I keep like wanting to go, but I just don't know. Brian wanted to go to um, Bent Creek yesterday, which if you're not here in Western North Carolina is like a, a national forest that has like mountain biking trails and hiking trails. And I was like, I don't think so, because I think that those places are probably like crowded because I think everybody's thinking the same thing. And I just don't know how you could really keep like six feet away, like in terms of like the parking situation and the biking situation. Like, I just don't want to risk it. Um, We actually went to Bent Creek yesterday. Oh, okay. And? Um, Oh, you did? Yeah, it was fine. Um, I, so we went in the, like after naps and there was not a lot of people. I mean, there was obviously some people there. Um, The parking wasn't a situation at all. And then once we were on the trail, we did one of those really wide, like gravel trails. Yeah. So like there was plenty of space to just pass on the other side. And even when I've been out like on runs, I feel like everyone is super conscious about like, I think especially because they see me like plowing through with like my crazy dog and my big stroller but like everybody always like switches to the other side or like gives you plenty of yeah. room so I feel like people are very conscious of it and nobody even at Bent Creek yesterday you know came close to us or like just very good about like giving you space and yeah. getting side when you're passing so I don't know I mean maybe that's not the best thing in the world but it's also like you know we gotta survive we got to yeah. get out of the house. Well, we've been taking lots and lots of, like, hour-long walks um, in our neighborhood. And the same way, like, people, we walk every day. And people that I've, like, never even seen outside their house, I'm like, oh, like, you're, like, everybody's taking you, advantage of you being walk outside. Which too? I think is a good you're thing. a walker? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I like to walk every now and then. Um, but also, we took, like, an hour-long bike ride yesterday. We put River in her little, like, carry carry behind thing and like we biked the neighborhood so we've been getting our exercise over here yeah yeah I mean it's like the one thing we can do um yeah I will say though I am quickly running out of things to do with the kids yeah and it's like I told Gregory uh, that if, uh, if knew it was gonna be like two more weeks like that's fine I could do it but the thought of like the uncertainty of like what if this goes till August just really scares me uh, I Say your, that. I know your mind can't go there. I literally think to myself every day and I'm not somebody like I'm pretty type A. So I don't usually I'm not someone who thinks to myself like I'm a planner, you know, and so like I'm always thinking like when we get back from a vacation, I'm always thinking about our next vacation. Like when we get done with a podcast, I'm always thinking about our next podcast. I literally think this might be one of those times where you have to take it day by day. Because, like, who even knows what tomorrow is going to bring? So, like, you can't worry about, like, August, right? I mean, I know this is easier said than done. You can't worry about next month because, like, you just don't even – you have no idea. You have no control over it, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's just hard to kind of – No, it's hard. I mean, I know that's easier said than than done, like I said. You know, I I said my sister had some good advice, like I said, because she's in healthcare. Because I started, I you know, I like some, I'm like worried a little bit worried about like finances. I'm worried about my husband Brian's job. Um, and my sister was like, I feel like at this point you can't even worry about that. Like right now, you need to worry about like, am I healthy? Are my kids healthy? Are like, is my my dad and stepmom healthy? Are like Brian's parents healthy? Like, is everybody okay? Then like, it's a good day. Like, you can't even start to worry about other things because at this point, that's like the most pressing thing, you know? That's a good point. So I feel like yeah. I've been trying to take that advice because 
I don't know. I think it's true. You know, like that's the only way to stay sane. So, um, Ingrid, I really hope you can start working from home. Me too. I feel worried about you. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's not me. It's you know my parents. But um, yeah. So hopefully, when you guys listen to this, um, it brings you a little bit of a smile, maybe. Um, and we will continue to put out these podcasts. Hopefully, every Wednesday, just like normal. Yeah, we're working on it. And this might be a little, because we're on Skype, I know, I don't know if I've frozen, but you guys have frozen a couple of times for me. So I don't know what this is going to look like. But if we can, maybe we'll put this, like the whole Skype out on like Facebook or push it out on social media yeah. if we can. And then, um, like I said, as like long as everyone stays healthy and this like becomes possible, we'll continue to to do the Anchorman podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And- we, I wish so you guys were here and we could like all put our hands in and do our like anchor moms like one, two, three, uh, anchor moms. <laughs> we can't share all of our embarrassing I mean, secrets never really to like, the world, Katie. Whatever. You don't want to. We didn't really get into the articles, but Katie picked the, found these and they were really helpful. So if you'd like, helpful. yeah. Feel free to go to our show notes. There's one, Parenting Through the Coronavirus Lockdown, Tips for Working from Home, and then How to Be Positive um, During This Coronavirus World. So we will, if you need some some good reading, some good articles to kind of help get you through, uh, check those out. And stay healthy, guys. Yeah, stay healthy, stay sane, and safe. Yeah. All right. Okay. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening.